Enjoy the convenience of seven days a week banking and extended hours with Cube from First Arkansas Bank and Trust. Member FDIC. Now to Trey Betty, brought to you by Asher Wrecker Service, 501-562-2293. Family owned and operated since 1980. Asher Wrecker, dependable towing and vehicle recovery service. Ask for Asher. And by the way, Asher under new ownership. So, there you go. Welcome, Mr. Trey Biddy. Well, dadgummit. Let's try that one. Check, check. That, that sounds better. Okay. All right. You're on two, not three. I thought you were on three. Yeah. Um, as I started yesterday, I'll start today. What did you learn today, Trey? By the way, you were doing some version of a walk and talk. Is that what that was? Yeah, I was working on the walk and talk uh, when I came through here. I just want to give everybody kind of a look through. Uh, I haven't had a chance to upload it because it was right before this segment, but I was want to give everybody a look through the uh, you know radio row and just kind of see the, the scene here, kind of bridge the gap because I was on vacation last week and didn't do a live show. So, um, But, yeah, today, I, you know, I learned that Sam Pittman, we should really – cherish what you have with Sam Pittman in terms of being quotable and being entertaining because we don't uh, I I just didn't feel like we really saw a lot of that you know you think back to the era when um, you know Mike Leach rest in peace and uh, Steve Spurrier back in the day was here and you know there's just some more colorful characters I felt even Brett Bielman was you know pretty colorful Uh, but man it just not a lot of great quotes and not a lot of you could tell when a guy is doing a good job because he's getting laughs, and, and Pittman's got a lot of laughs, you know, and he's off the cuff. And he said uh, in the breakouts before he did everything, you know, meeting with the local media and stuff, that you know he still gets a little nervous when he goes up and speaks at the main room. And this is, what, his third, I guess? They, they didn't have the one because of COVID, COVID yeah. I, I guess. So, uh, but, yeah, this is uh, – Pittman, um, he's got a lot of charm. And, yeah. Uh, and I, you can see people, you know – really appreciate that i mean he you can go in the main media room and you know some coaches will be in there and there's all the seats aren't filled but when Pittman was in there and Saban of course when he was in there that all the seats are filled now rick i gotta tell you trey at one time and i admit they've taken the part off about internet but at one time trey was down there with the other other lower guys like myself in the uh, radio and internet room, but now he's in the big room now. Yep. <laughs> he and Trey Shap, both Trey's got questions in with Sam Pittman today. Trey Biddy got yeah. two questions in. How about that? I'll tell you what, it's hard to get a question in because you got to keep the hand up the whole time, and you know that they're not coming to you twice before they get to everybody else with a hand up. So mm. after I asked my first one, I got my second hand up pretty quick. But uh, I had, a, you know, more that I wanted to ask him, but. It's uh, it's just kind of nature of the event, you know. You're not going to get every question you want, but we'll get, we'll get Sam Pittman again here soon. We're not long from uh, from starting fall camp. August fourth, I would expect. They haven't announced that officially, but that's should be about when it is. August fourth. Okay. So coming soon. Yeah. What was your question then? Well, I asked him about, you know, just about just kind of reflecting on the 2020 class. There's only two recruits from the 2020 mm-hmm. class with the team in 2021, and basically asked him if he ever thought about how much trouble he'd be in right now if there wasn't the uh, the transfer portal. And, you know, you phrase it in a certain way to – sometimes you ask a question you know what the answer is, but you want to phrase it in a certain way because you want to get a good response from him. You want to get a good quote, and that's kind of how I phrased it. And uh, I thought he came up with a, with a great answer to that. So I asked him about that, and – what else? Oh, I asked him about the four-game stretch that we've talked about so much and just 
navigating that and the, the challenges that come with going on the road basically four straight weeks and how you manage practices and how you, you know, just how you think about it, how you, you know, the, with the mindset and of, of never being home. And, man, I, I'd like to ask him too, like, what's the surge going to be like, the energy when you finally get that home game after being away so long, if you measure it from, you know, the, the Sunday after the uh, BYU game all the way up to the Friday before the Mississippi State game, it's 34 days. I, I, I don't like that, you know, for fans. I mean, that's just that's just such a long stretch. It's just it's kind of absurd. I want to ask him if, if uh, Greg Sankey looked him in the eye when he met him today. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't get a chance there. Sankey gave his usual nice introduction. He did mm-hmm. give an update on Quincy McAdoo, but not in the big yeah. room. Where, where did that come from? Well, he was just asked about the injury situation, and uh, and Quincy, it sounds like that there is a good chance or a feeling that he will be back playing football at some point, but, again, needs to continue to work on his own health and rehab uh, right. for now. So I wouldn't expect to see Quincy back this season. And Dominic Johnson, it sounds like Dominic is going to be good to go. And we're certainly all pulling for that guy because mm-hmm. we remember the tandem that they had with Rocket Sanders and, and Dominic kind of really playing off each other. You know, one guy was banged up and the other guy would step up and so on and so forth. Uh, but it sounds like everybody's going to be good to go for the start of camp. And they had some guys banged up in the spring, so that's that's a good starting place. They didn't, they didn't really have a lot of devastating injuries out of the spring aside from Quincy, and that was a non-football incident. Uh, so they came out of the spring pretty healthy, and looks like that's going to uh, pay off here in fall camp. Yeah, you mentioned all four running backs because uh, Dominion and Green he mentioned as well. That, that is a strong group of mm-hmm. running backs, don't you agree? I think it is. Uh, I mean, they get everybody back. That's uh, that doesn't happen a lot, and uh, we know. And and everybody's proven. You know, it's not like just you know this guy might be good, and then you know where does Isaiah Augustov fit in because he, as we know, freshmen bite at running back early. They, If they don't bite, then they're probably never going to bite. So if he's going to be good, then we're probably going to see him uh, make an impact in some kind of way. And, you know, I, I'm knocking on wood here, but is this wood? It's okay. Yeah. <laughs> it's close it's got It's got a blanket on it, so I don't know. But, uh, you know, injuries happen, and they happen a lot at running back too. So, uh, you know, there probably will be an opportunity for somebody that – you know, maybe wouldn't get as much cut carries uh, otherwise, or maybe not get an opportunity. Um, there will be an opportunity probably for a guy. So, uh, you know, and we know what they have in KJ Jefferson. We know what they have in Rocket Sanders and, and those running backs. But it doesn't really matter if they don't have protection. If you know KJ Jefferson doesn't have time to throw, if, if Rocket Sanders doesn't have a hole to run through, then it doesn't matter. And this is the first time that they've returned fewer offensive linemen than they're they're getting back and so uh, you know i i focused a lot of my questions just on patrick kudis and devon manuel are those the guys are those guys going to be ready and you know you get the the answers you would expect but uh, that's going to be something that's that's really key to watch uh, how good can those two sophomores be at the tackle spots all right did he share his karaoke moment I don't know about his karaoke moment. Okay. Sam uh, Pittman sang karaoke? Apparently yeah, he did. He, but that was in your room, Randy. It wasn't in the yeah, big okay, room. Yeah, okay. Okay. I, I was wondering. Yeah, if, I didn't go to the electronic media room. Uh, yeah. yeah. He didn't, he didn't <laughs> slum with us. I am yeah. electronic media. <laughs> um, but he said that um, 
Uh, I forget, uh, Coach Williams, That's what, that was the question. Is Coach Williams going to DJ again and, mm-hmm. and the music that's going to be played in the locker room? And Sam said, you know, if you go to, did he say Spotify? I can't remember where he said go to. Anyway, he just said, um, uh, my favorite music, you'll know what it is. And then he said, I went to the, um, he didn't say where, I don't think. But he went apparently someplace that was doing karaoke, mm-hmm. and he was singing "Hot Blooded" by Foreigner, and they turned his microphone off. They turned him off. <laughs> <laughs> he said, "Hey, you don't have to do that. I'm safe. You know, I, it's it's not like, you know, mm-hmm. I'm going to lose my job or anything. I've got a, I've got a good job. So anyway, it was kind of kind of funny in that regard. <laughs> um, of the players, I don't know. I, in there." You have in the main media, they still have these breakout areas, which I hate because mm-hmm. that's just like a free for all. Yeah. At least in the uh, electronic media, we still get one on one basically with the, uh, and you had the one on one opportunity earlier with Landon Jackson mm-hmm. and, and uh, Rocket Sanders and KJ Jefferson. Did you learn or glean anything at that particular point in time? Um, KJ likes diamonds. He, uh, diamonds? I don't know if you saw KJ's. He had a pretty good stud in his left ear. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I think maybe the difference nowadays with the the diamond earrings that you see players wear is they're real, where they used to be. <laughs> <laughs> and your ear turned different colors. Yeah, but uh, yeah, he had the 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 diamond earrings and the uh, a diamond studded watch and. Uh, oh my! Oh yeah, the watch was, I mean, the watch was shining. And uh, of course, he had his Outback Bowl ring and his uh, his Liberty Bowl ring. So yeah, was, I saw those. Yeah, yeah. Uh, KJ's doing pretty well, and uh, he's definitely showing it off a little bit. What? So, uh, but yeah, you know, I like uh, I like talking to KJ always. You know, KJ when he gets in front of the media, um, he doesn't. He's not the same guy. Like when you see him out on the field and stuff, talking to his friend. Like you ask any player on the team who's the funniest guy on the team, they'll tell you KJ Jefferson, and it's been that way for years. But when you get him up on the podium, he's business. You know, yeah, he's definitely more businesslike. Uh, just you'd be hard pressed to get a smile out of KJ, you know. So, uh, and you know, with Rocket, you know, Rocket's pretty much down the line, you yeah. know, answering questions and stuff. Uh, I enjoy talking with Landon Jackson. We haven't had as many opportunities to talk to him. He just recently got engaged, also. Uh, but that's well, a guy. Congratulations. Yeah, K- Landon. Pittman told me that the first thing Pittman said to me after you know saying, "Hey, what's up." Um, this morning, uh, he pulled me over and said, you know, look at Landon. Like, because he said he's gone from 236 after the bowl game <laughs> to 280. Wow. He didn't look yeah, like it. Well, what's interesting to me is when he was listed at 274 when he first arrived, I don't know, you probably don't remember, Randy, but I remember telling you, like, man, he carries that well. Well, he wasn't really 274. <laughs> that was an old weight from, <laughs> from LSU. He dropped a bunch of weight. But he was down to 236 in that Liberty Bowl game last year and uh, has gotten up to 280. And, you know, maybe that work ethic and, you know, doing all the things that they asked for him, one of the reasons that he's here, because they could have – Rocket Sanders, K.J. Jefferson are no-brainers. The other guy, you know, we had a lot of guesses at who that sure. could be. And uh, I feel like they kind of felt like, hey, you know, Landon's done everything we've asked of him. Let's let's bring Landon. Uh, Landon actually told me he was 238 after the bowl game and then said he was up to – 283 so what was that 45 pounds that's a good bit of weight to put on in a, a, in a short amount of time a yeah. lot all right i've got i've got uh, apparently i need to pay closer attention 
because he's come firing in in a hurry. This is from our uh, bus text line. says, does Trey have a live show? When and where is it? I do a live show on Facebook. Um, usually um, I always try not to interfere with this show. Uh, so I do the live show yeah, <laughs> on Facebook uh, at – Usually around 11:30 or so on our on 24/7 Sports, it's uh, Arkansas 24/7 Sports or something like that on our Facebook page, and also upload it to my YouTube page, which is uh, Hog Sports. You can just search for Trey Biddy on YouTube, and you'll you'll find it. Um, and that's usually around 11 or 12 on Mondays, and then Thursdays I also do a show around 11 or 12. Now in the off se- or during football season, that show is done after more like two o'clock because I do it after the Sam Pittman press conference because I don't want a bunch of old news on Monday. So Monday around two o'clock and then on Thursday around eleven thirty or so, and then um, during season doing the walk and talk on Saturday after the game. I've seen the the uh, you know I'll I'll have uh, a page pulled up, a uh, story pulled up on hawksports.com. Mm-hmm. I don't have the volume on, but then I look over there on the right hand side of of my page and there yeah. you are talking i mean you look like you're in your own custom-made studio yeah well i we moved a couple of years ago and that was one of the the big you know things of the new place i wanted to make sure i had plenty of space plenty of room to set up uh you know a nice professional studio so it looks good i'm proud of you thank you um <laughs> well i won't read that when i he and i've been talking back and forth okay um this from the 501 uh, being colorful, getting laughs, being lovable doesn't equate to wins. Yeah, so stop doing all that. Yeah. Okay. Well, let's see. But did you hear the introduction? You can only you do hear... one thing at a time. Hey, but did you hear the introduction of him? The three years prior to his being there, how many games they won, and he's won mm-hmm. 19 in three years. Two straight yeah. bowl wins. Anybody ever checked Arkansas's bowl history? It's terrible. Yeah. He's won two straight bowl games. Now, to be just, fair, also it, it's not it's not fair to measure success at Arkansas based on what Chad Morris did. <laughs> no, <laughs> that's comparison. right. That, that's right. But, great comparison. That's a great analogy. Yeah. But I tell you, I, I started the show with this Trey, and you're there and you're observing it. This is one heck of a league. We've known that for years. The coaches in this league are outstanding. Once you get into conference play, half of them lose every week. Yep. They're still good coaches. They are good coaches, even when they lose. So you know, to expect Sam Houston Pippen to win to ten say, games, what's that? Remember what Houston used to say after a you know maybe a lackluster win? Half the teams in America would trade places with us today. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. I forgot exactly that line. Right. All right, continuing on with uh, this foreigner, uh, <laughs> coach didn't elaborate. He said, "Coach was on." This is from the Jeff and Brian. He said Coach was on stage with the foreigner at a concert. And oh, then with uh, Cole in Poland says, Sam said he was at a foreigner concert. That's and got on stage said, with yeah. them to sing yeah. Hot-Blooded, and they turned his mic off. He didn't yeah. say that. <laughs> he didn't elaborate. You know, okay, never mind. It doesn't That's matter. Uh, let's see. Uh, Sam was at foreigner concert at Rogers Friday night and then kj was on john and joe show talking about how he has two cars and he's looking at getting a third ha ha you got to be careful on that kind of stuff spinning you know um oh, what's the arizona state coach the former arizona state coach's name uh, 
oh, I can see his face. Uh, he used to be on NFL. He used to be on ESPN and all that kind of stuff. Oh, Edwards. Oh, yeah. Edwards. Yeah. Yeah. Herm Edwards. So he used to have a great speech at the rookie symposium. He would say, uh, you get one house, one house, you know, because these rookies get all this money, you know, and they they don't realize, you know, they haven't had all that money yeah. and stuff, and they, they spend it. You get one house. You get one wife or girlfriend. You get one car. <laughs> you know, the whole the whole thing is you need one of each, and that's it. But I always thought that was really good advice. <laughs> that's interesting. Okay. Um, let's see. I think we're caught up all of a sudden. Now that we got the foreigner mm-hmm. uh, cleared up, um, Rocket Sanders mm-hmm. has put on 10 pounds. I think he put it all in his biceps. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. He's got he got he got some arms on him. What is, what is he listed at now? Is he two thirty? I think he said he was two thirty seven. Two forty. Two forty. Okay. So um, you know, according to Sam, had lost any speed. Yeah. Yeah. Well, um, that's good because <laughs> you know I always say you know after back in the day, you know Darius Howard when he came in and it, it felt like Houston Nut back to Houston Nut again. Uh, you know it felt like they just packed on way too much weight on him. And I can remember with Darren McFadden when he came in, just thinking, "Don't mess with him, you know. Don't mess with him too much." Oh, no, you're. I, I, I thought you were going to say Cedric Cobbs. Yeah. Oh, Cedric C4. Cobbs. Did. Yeah, C4 Cedric Cobbs the one that put the weight on. Cedric Cobbs did, and and Darius did. Uh, they both did. But Cedric Cobbs, I can remember reading in a Hooton's magazine a quote from him saying that he wanted to be 240 and get his 40 town down to a, a 4-2 or something. I just remember thinking, well, Didn't that's happen, ambitious. Did it? No, yeah, no, it didn't, happen. and he ended up taking a step back, and uh, mm-hmm. you know, his weight was probably better at about 225 or so. Uh, but yeah, I can, I can always remember with Darren McFadden when he came in because they had a pretty good streak of you know highly rated running backs coming in, and I just remember thinking, don't mess with him too much, and they didn't. You know, Darren played pretty much throughout his career at Arkansas about 212, 215. Rick's already asked about the um, uh, or made the statement about the running back position, which I think. I'm, I agree. It's it's appears to be loaded. Yeah. Um, did Sam or anyone talk? And maybe KJ did because they didn't talk about it in the electronic room. Mm-hmm. But anyone talk about the receiving core? Their thoughts on the receiving core? Yeah, uh, we talked to KJ about it a little bit. Um, you know, he gave pretty standard answers. You know, everybody's doing great kind of deal. Yeah. But uh, that is going to be something to watch. It's nothing new for KJ to be changing wide receivers. We've certainly discussed that a lot on this show. And so um, it's going to be interesting to see who emerges. I really think that Isaiah Satania could have a really nice step up. Now, year after next, he could have a really big impact. But uh, I look for him to, you know, 30-something catches I don't think is unreasonable at all for, for a guy like Isaiah Satania, especially with the number of screen passes that I saw in the spring. Thank you, Trey. We'll Thank talk you. with you tomorrow. Trey okay. Bitty, Bye, guys. of HogSports.com, being brought to you by Azure Record Service Company.